0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link
1: in the show description to support now.
0: Duffy's Tavern, starring Archie himself and Gardner. Here we go, friends, to Duffy's Tavern, starring Archie himself, Ed Gardner. do you leave me deed, Archie, the manager's speaking. Duffy ain't here. Hello, Duffy. What am I doing? Uh, Well, I just worked out our profit and loss statement for the 1950
2: fiscal. How
0: do the figures look? Beautiful, Duffy. The nicest shade of red you ever (laughs) seen.
2: Huh?
0: Now relapse, Duffy. Please, don't get your corpse suckles in an uproar. (laughs) because we lose money for 12 straight months? Is that a reason to get worried? (laughs) Nothing to worry about. We're just a victim of circumstances. We can't seem to find a customer that's got a thirst and a nickel at the same time. (laughs) Huh? Brogan's across the street? Duffy, stop always comparing us with Brogan, would you? Believe me, I've been watching his place lately, and I admit a lot of people go in there, but believe me, I've seen just as many come out. Anyhow, it's a good sign when our business hits the bottom like this, you see. From now on, there's only one way it can go. up. Oh. have you considered sideways? <laughs> Cut it
2: out,
0: Eddie. Now, Duffy, forget business and stop worrying, will you, before your scalp turns gray. I'll call you back. Well, Eddie, it's the end of the year now. Leave us take our liquor inventory, hmm? Okay, All right. right. Gin. One bottle. Check. One cork. Check. One label. Check.
2: Um,
0: Brand. Who cares? Wild. bottle's empty. Well, so much for the liquor inventory. (laughs) Uh, You know, Mr. Archie, business ain't gonna go up unless we do something about it. You're right, Eddie. We've got to find some way to revive our business. Hey, Miss Duffy, uh, hand me that newspaper, will you?
1: A newspaper to revive our business? What are you going to do, fan it back to life? No, Miss
0: Duffy, I'm going to look for ideas. Maybe the newspapers will give me a hint what's ruining us.
1: But that's last week's paper.
0: Okay, I'll find out what ruined us last week. <laughs> Let's see now. Let's see the financial section. Hmm. Looks bad. What looks fast? Freight car loadings down 2%. (laughs) Freight car loadings? What's that got to do with us? It's self-obvious, Eddie. Some of our less bourgeois customers ride the rods. A thing like that could cut into our out-of-town trade. Say, what's this article here on business advice? Where? Hey, well, what do you know? It's wrote by J.C. Crabtree. He used to be in business right here on 3rd Avenue. An expert on economics?
1: He ought to be. He went bankrupt three times. (laughs) What'd he
0: say? He says, inflation hurts business. If all small businessmen would reduce their prices one-tenth, the resulting reduction would be ten (laughs) percent. Hey, that crab tree makes
2: sense.
0: Yeah, you can't argue with logic like that. Well, Eddie, you know the way prices is now, people just can't make ends meet. So I think it's up to us retail merchants to at least meet their ends halfway. (laughs) Well, how are we going to do that? Well, like that economics guy says, we're going to cut our prices 10 percent. And we're going to do it effective as of our next customer.
1: Why can't we start this week? (laughs) Why not?
0: However, before we start cutting our prices, we'll naturally have to start cutting our overhead, uh... Overhead? Your salary. If
2: <laughs>
0: you can find it, you can cut it.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: Spirit Eddie. Yes, sir? From now on, everything around here will be 10% off. Uh, hello, hello, How Oh, you, Finnegan. How New you? Hey, wait a minute, Finnegan. New Year's Eve ain't till Sunday night. Oh... No wonder that cop got mad when I threw confetti in his face. How come you're celebrating New Year's Eve two nights ahead of time? Well, it's easier to get reservations. Reservations?
2: Where are you going?
0: Oh, the store club. And again, they wouldn't let you in a store club in a million years. Oh, good. Then I'll have plenty of time to shame. <laughs> join me, Arch? No, Penny, and I'm busy on me plan to cut the high cost of living. Oh. How does the plan work, Arch? Well, well, let me put it this way. Now, uh, you've got a dog, right? Right. And you got to wash this dog with flea soap, right? Right. Now, how much do you pay for this flea soap? Fifteen cents. And how long does it last you? Assuming I only use it on me dog? <laughs> Will the flea soap last? Well, let's say I give the dog his regular bath every two weeks, then once in a while I take one myself.
2: <laughs>
0: it lasts about eight months, Arch. Why? Well, you see, if you save 10% on your dog's flea soap over a period of two years, it would come to almost the price of a newspaper or a book or a magazine. So what, Arch? The dog can't
2: read.
0: That's aside to the point. I'm trying to explain to you the economic system. You see, economics is a science that the government uses to balance our national income against our national expense. I see. How does it work? Uh, Not very well.
2: (laughs) But,
0: uh, they get around it, you see, by the Treasury Department declaring a fiscal during each 12 months per annum. Except February. You're thinking of the judiciary.
2: <laughs> I
0: stand corrected. Good. Now, normally, prices fluctuate, you see, but sometimes big companies get their cartels together, and, uh, they fix these prices so that they can't flux. <laughs> This is what is known as an international monotony.
2: <laughs>
0: you mean monopoly. Do you want to give the lecture? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Professor. Now, take money. Here. Yeah? You see, the basis of economics is money, which was originated with the early Romans when they first took their public baths. Now, these baths was for the poor people. The people with dough couldn't get in. Hence the expression, the filthy rich. (laughs) Yes, sir, there's nothing like an education, huh, Eddie? Nothing like the one you got.
2: (laughs) Thank you very much.
0: But to continue, and you see, since the days of the Romans, uh, money has always been the medium of exchange. Except today, it ain't a very happy medium. Why is that, Arch? Well, the dollar devaluates less all the time, especially uh, during an era of upward flux. So, uh,
2: as I say, since we
0: are no longer on the gold standard, and since we are no longer on the silver standard, if inflation sets in... What will we be on then? I hesitate to say... Well, now that we've discussed high finance, uh, Finnegan, do you have any questions? Yes. All right. What's the question? What time is it? What time? What's that got to do with finance? Plenty. My mother pays me a nickel for every hour I stay away from home. Well, your mother sounds like a very logical woman. Oh. Wait a minute. Hey, that's probably some dame calling me for New Year's Eve. Hello, honey. Oh, sorry, bud, you got the wrong number. Huh? You want to talk to Miss Duffy? Buddy, you do have the wrong number. (laughs) But I'll call her. Miss Duffy, telephone. Uh,
1: A man's voice? Uh Uh-huh. Oh, my. Hmm. Hello, this is Miss Duffy speaking, and I'd love to. (laughs) What? Archie, I thought you said it was a man. Well, ain't it? It's my girlfriend, Katrinka Yarbach.
0: (laughs) Even on television she would have fooled me.
1: (laughs) Hello, Katrinka. What? A double date for New Year's Eve. Katrinka, you got a nerve asking me to go out when you know I'm engaged to be married. Where are we meeting them?
2: (laughs) Uh
1: Uh-huh. What does yours look like? Uh Uh-huh. How about the one you got for me? Uh Uh-huh. How tall? Four feet nine. (laughs) Katrinka, you got a nerve asking me to go out when you know I'm engaged. (laughs) What? You'll call me back. Katrinka, please don't bother. Unless you want to switch fellas. Archie. When are we going to start cutting prices? Why? Well, if it wasn't for high prices, I'd already be Mrs. Rodney Maximilian Haybinder. How come? Every week, Rodney promises me that as soon as prices come down, we'll get married. The nerve of that Justice of Peace charging $2 for a marriage license. <laughs> Hello? Oh, well,
0: Duffy. Duffy, I got the answer to making money. Yep. We cut prices 10%. It don't make sense. What's sense got to do with it? It's economics. Yeah, a guy in a newspaper says that if we all get public-spirited and cut prices 10%, it helps everybody. In other words, if Grogan sells beers for nickel and we sell them for four cents, Grogan is dead. In that case, we should be public-spirited. Cut to 10% but don't tell Grogan. (laughs) Duffy, I'm glad you see the light. Well, gang, the crusade marches on. We're starting with our right foot forward. With Third Avenue against it, inflation has to go. Right, Miss Duffy? Right. Right, Eddie? Right. Right, Finnegan? Left. (laughs) What? Excuse me, Arch. I started off on the wrong foot. Let's see. I called up most of the merchants. Who did I forget? Oh, yeah. Willemette the butcher.
2: Hello?
0: Willemette's ham hock heaven?
2: <laughs> Hello,
0: Willamette. Uh, this is Archie. Uh, did you hear about the Third Avenue merchants cutting prices 10%? Well, uh, what are you going to do about it? Uh-huh. That a boy, Willemette. Good. Thanks a lot. What do you say? He says from now on, instead of ten fingers on the scale, he's only going to put on nine.
2: <laughs> and uh, now,
0: uh, about us, Eddie. Uh, did you reduce the prices? Well, I took 10% off the food and the beer, but I got one baffling question. What? Uh, how are you going to reduce the price on the free lunch? <laughs> I got it. We throw 10% of it away. Why don't you be real public-spirited and throw it all away? Now we might do that, too. Yes, sir, this thing is really catching on, Eddie. Everybody in the neighborhood is cutting 10%. Except that Grogan, of course. Everybody? Yep, Colucci the fruit peddler, Nick the barber. He gonna take another slash? (laughs) Yeah, Eddie, he's gonna take another 10%. Oh, you mean shaven lotion is out and plasma is in? Yes, the whole neighborhood is behind us, and a guy I'm really proud of is Cavendish, the undertaker. He started what he calls the new Cavendish 10% Playaway plan. Well, what's that? For every nine customers, he'll throw in one free.
2: If he ain't
0: careful, he's going to run his business right into the ground. And Arch, there's another place they can take a cut. Who? Schmidt's tattoo parlor. The tattoo parlor? Yeah. How can they take a cut? Well, instead of tattoo, they can tattoo one.
2: <laughs>
0: for a remark like that, you should go hang your head and let the rest of you dangle. <laughs> now let's see, we got everybody. How about the bees you burlesque? Uh, well, they said they'd like to take off another
2: 10%.
0: They can't figure out where it's gonna come from. No, it means we got everybody but them and Grogan now.
1: Archie, don't you think we ought to let Grogan in on this, too?
0: What? Let him in? After that ugly rumor he started about our food? Imagine saying that when Callahan, the mounted cop, rides by the tavern and his horse neighs... Our hash nays back. (laughs) Absurd, ain't it, Eddie? Ridiculous. But I have heard it, Winnie.
1: (laughs) But, Archie, the newspaper man says that this plan won't work unless everybody gets in on it.
0: Maybe we should let Grogan in. The only thing is, who tells him? I can't talk to him direct. Why not? Violate the Third Avenue businessmen's code. It's like Macy's talking to Gimbel's. Hart <laughs> Chapner talking to Marx.
2: <laughs>
0: like uh, Hornon talking to Hardart.
1: <laughs> if I deal
0: directly with Brogan, it might lead to a strain in protocol.
1: Might also lead to a punch in the nose. <laughs> That's
0: what I was thinking.
2: <laughs> I think we
0: better do things on a higher level and maybe send an ambassador. An ambassador, huh? Yeah, Eddie. ain't. you got anybody in mind? Said he, cautiously, backing away. <laughs> uh, no, we won't need you. i will send Finnegan. But we'll have to dress him up like an ambassador, you know. We'll get him a tuxedo and a walking stick and one of them black hamburger hats.
2: Now <laughs> uh,
0: uh, let's see, where could we get them? Well, you still got that tuxedo in the back room you borrowed from Cavendish as the undertaker. Oh, yeah. Get it out, Eddie. Uh, hey, Finnegan. Finnegan yeah, Arch. How would you like to be an ambassador? What's that, Arch? <laughs> an ambassador? Well, uh, generally speaking, that's a guy that uh, says his country has something which it don't in order to scare another country into giving up something that it ain't got so <laughs> that both countries can agree to divide something that belongs to somebody else. <laughs> Arch, uh, a point. What? Why don't they leave the countries alone and just divide up the ambassadors?
2: <laughs>
0: then, you and know, already you're talking like a diplomat. Nobody can make head or tails out of what you're saying. <laughs> now, let's see. Now, here's your first official mission. Now, I want you to go over to Grogan's and tell him to cut his prices 10%. Uh, how do I go about it, Arch? Well, like an ambassador, you see. You've got to use a lot of tact and diplomacy. First, you ask him to cut his prices. Then if he says no, you start off by calling him a crook. (laughs) See, that puts you in a bargaining position. (laughs) Then, if he argues with you, you tell him he's a lousy Tory. (laughs) Then if he says cutting prices won't help his business, you call him a filthy, dirty liar. But above all, use tact and diplomacy. Uh, Here you are, Mr. Archie. What? Cavendish's tuxedo. Oh, oh, thanks, sir. Eh? Uh, shall I throw the lily away?
2: <laughs>
0: no, no, keep it in. It'll look like our ambassador's wearing a boutonniere.
2: Uh, oh,
0: Finnegan. Yeah, Arch? Finnegan, here, lay down and uh, try on his tuxedo.
2: Oh, boy, a
0: tuxedo. Let me try it on. Gee, these pants are sweat, Arch. That's good. Yeah, but there's something wrong with the coat. What? The sleeves keep folding, of course, be checked. Do I look like a real ambassador, Eddie? Yep, a dead ringer. <laughs> okay, Finnegan, now take your hat and walking stick and get across the street to Grogan's. Okay, Arch. I'll keep in touch with you by cable. <laughs> i got a problem. What? Well, as soon as word gets around about this price cut, this place is going to be too small. Let's see. I wonder how we could break through that wall. Just lean against it. Who's going to do the cooking for all this mob? Me? No, I'll have to get an assistant for you, Eddie. Now, let's see. Who can I get? Uh... Oh, uh, how about Prince Michael Romanoff? Good idea. I'll call him up. (laughs) And I thought I was being fantastic. (laughs) Let's see now. Hello, hello, Mike. Uh, look, you're an expert on uh, cooking up uh, uh, gutsy Tory delicacies, ain't you? Well, how would you like a part-time job? Uh, money, no object. If it is his object, we're dead. <laughs>
2: huh?
0: Well, this is Archie from Duffy's Tavern, and we need an assistant cook. What types of food do we serve? Oh, things like, uh, roast breast of casserole.
2: <laughs>
0: Fresh Columbia River venison. <laughs> With chutney, of course. <clears throat> Under, glass. Under glass. Under glass? Under stained glass. Under
2: stained glass. Eddie! <laughs>
0: Stop me, will you? What? what? What are our canopies made of? Well, the one out in front is made out of canvas. <laughs> Uh-huh. Oh, you mean, uh, canopies like, uh, anchovy paste? Mike, at Duffy's, we don't use anchovy paste. When our anchovies come apart, we pin them together. <laughs> huh? What? Hmm. I see. Okay, goodbye. What happened? We couldn't get together on a price. What do you mean? He says he wouldn't come here for a million bucks. <laughs> Well, let's see. What else do we have to do? Uh... Well, uh, with them crowds coming here, we're going to need more liquor. That's right, Eddie. Uh, Better pour another gallon of water in the scotch. (laughs) Mr. Archie, if we water that liquor anymore, we're just going to be the middleman between the customers and the faucets. (laughs) Why don't you just serve them the water straight? It'll be a lot stronger. Uh
1: Uh-huh. I'd like to help take care of the
0: crowds, too. Okay, Miss Duffy, you can be the cigarette girl. Uh, I'll get you one of them short little skirts to wear. Hmm?
1: Good. It'll give me a chance to show off my legs.
0: On second thought, better wear what you got on. <laughs>
1: well, at least
0: they can see my face. On third thought, I think we'll keep the cigarette machine. <laughs> Hello? Hello, Duffy. How many people in a place? <clears throat> you mean counting me and Eddie? Two. But sorry, Duffy, no, no customers the, the joint is empty Yep, even under the tables huh? You got a report that Grogan's is doing a big business? But Duffy, after all, Grogan's got a better location than we got I know we're opposite each other But don't forget, he's got the wind with him <laughs> Duffy, Stop worrying, everything is going to be all right can't understand it, Eddie. We both cut prices 10%, and Grogan's getting all the business. What's he got that we ain't got? Customers.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, I know that, but why? Well, don't forget, Grogan's place is it can span. Food is good and fresh, and the kitchen's nice and clean. That's the trouble with business these days, Eddie. Dirty competition. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm
0: gonna check this thing. <clears throat> Hello? Better Business Bureau? Could you tell me why business ain't no better? (laughs) Oh, that ain't your job. You just investigate complaints? What kind of complaints? Restaurants that put horse meat in the hash?
2: Water in their liquor? Who am I? Uh,
0: Just a friend. (laughs) Thank you very much. Hey, Eddie, look, let's look, look across the street at Grogan's. Hey, look at them over there. They're packed in there like fish. Oh, yeah, yeah. They got so many they're throwing the little ones out. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Here comes uh, our ambassador. Hey, Arch! Oh, you're back, Finnegan. Tell me, what happened at Grogan's? Boy, did I tell Grogan your idea? Did you, huh? Yeah. Did you get him to cut his prices 10%? 10%? Arch, I got him to cut them 20%. <laughs> Yeah. I'm acting double or nothing.
2: (laughs) Oh, Oh, Finnegan, you ruined
0: everything. The next time I send an idiot someplace to louse things up, I'm going to go myself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, uh, have a good time and he'll be with you next week. It's time to leave Duffy's Tavern for now, but be sure to be with us again next time for another hilarious get together at everybody's favorite tavern.